0: Hey happy Thursday, thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Proudies Podcast. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five star review. I'm Leah here with Petey and Sean. Craig is in Ireland, I can't believe he is literally still away. Um, Petey, are you feeling alright? Like are you a little hungover today? Possibly, Petey, you were up past your bedtime so, last night.
1: I made a couple decisions last night. <laughs> So I went to a concert last night. Of we've a good we've talked about this. And and when a concert by the way, if you're going to say your shows at 7:30, should that be the people that you're going to see should be at 7:30? It should, but not I know th- I know that's not how it works. No, it's 9:30. Yeah. So 7:30 means 9:30. So first off, just tell me the shows at 9:30 which would help prepare me <laughs> for staying up till 9:30 cuz I go to bed at 9. Like I not I'm not up till 9:30. They started at 9:30. I went to
0: bed before you did last night. can, can you turn
1: the volume down? Is that a thing? Can like, on the it, concert? It, yeah, like a, <laughs> your, I was in the back row of section two hundred and whatever. Like I couldn't be farther away, and my chair was vibrating. <laughs> and and I, I'm thankful. And I did talk about this to people in front of me. I said, "Please don't stand up during the show," and they didn't. <laughs> I didn't actually say that to them, but a lot of people stood up the whole show and danced. I, yeah, I, I that's wasn't, me at a concert. Literally was not one of those people. <laughs> but having said that my son and I went to blink what and it was absolutely fantastic. It was, it reminded me of being a kid again. And I'm so jealous of you guys that are in your twenties now, and you can go do this on the regular cause I couldn't, it really is hard. I'm tired today. It's not that I'm hungover. I'm tired. That's it's
0: you did enjoy some.
1: I had a, lifters. yeah, we'll get to that in a bit. I did enjoy myself, but, but it's, um, I did make a decision. I'm going to do it more. And, and and I and I did make a decision to and this is everybody out there, YOLO. Just just <laughs> go do it. Go do it. Because I, I kept starting to think, I almost didn't go. And my son goes, They're one of your favorite bands, you gotta go. And so I went. And I am making it a mission now. I'm gonna go see more shows. They don't have to be big concerts at arenas, but I wanna go see more I live love music. that And I'm gonna get out of the house more. Do you love it, Leah? Well, um so i'm gonna i'm gonna so for everybody that's interested the show was great had a great time and i'm gonna try to get to more concerts
0: i really like that perspective and you know what i know you like your bedtime and your routine but that's what life was about. 100% worth not it. just going to the concert but also sharing that with jack the
1: especially family time yeah. it was a real special moment for me doing that with my son and just being and i don't want to say you're your buddy but he and i just went and had a couple of beers and went to yeah. the show yeah. like it was really cool and he got to enjoy some of the music that I really liked from you know t- 20 years ago and he got to hear some of my songs and he heard them growing up because I played them, but it was really nice to share that. So great! thanks for letting me tell that little story. Of
0: course. And what number cup of coffee is this for you? It's today? a lot.
1: It's a lot. I, <laughs> we're at six or seven.
0: The limit does yeah, not are No,
1: it's it's first thing. And by the way, we didn't have coffee in the house <gasps> when I left to the concert and I said to my wife, the only thing you have to do is you have to go get coffee because I knew I'd need it first thing. So yeah. thank
0: you. Wow. All right. Well, now that we've talked about your extracurriculars let's dive in to the show today and it's draft season that's kind of been the theme of this week um and not just the draft but there's a number of needs the coyotes need to address this summer i know you and craig at the start of the off season talked about you know the overarching just things the coyotes need to address obviously finding an arena is number one we understand that let's just say it so we can move on from it, but we are specifically talking about on-ice needs Mm -hmm. and positional needs, and whether that's something the Coyotes can address in the 2023 draft in two weeks, so whether it's something they can address through free agency, through trades, um, whatever that may be. I know the Coyotes are in a rebuild right now. We all know. They're not going out to get that star guy who's going to help them get to the promised land. That's not where they are, but... They are in a mode of putting building blocks together to build toward a future. And the building blocks need to be ready when that time does come. And there are some needs on the ice that are still holes or maybe weaknesses, however you want to look at it, uh, that the coyotes need to address. So we're going to go through those today. Um, and Petey, where do you want to start with this?
1: Well, I think we should go and look at right now what what what's in the cupboard now. Yeah. Whether we go and say at all three areas forwards defense and goaltending where we're at let's let's get a starting point of where we are and we can talk about this team and we look at their high skill and what do we have up front for goal scoring it all starts with Clayton Keller and he is going to be the building block that carries this team through the rebuild he had a career year last year and he's going to have to be the focal point of whatever they do offensively in the near future and you hope that when the, the the building blocks come up That he's still there Um, so I think up front offensively you still talk about Nick Schmaltz as being a guy that can help contribute to the offense I'm not sure one I know there's been a lot of rumors about him leaving and getting traded I'm not convinced he's gonna get traded Um, I think he's gonna be a coyote at the start of the season watch me be wrong in 10 days at the draft but I think he's gonna be there to start of the season and I think he's another guy you look up at, at front and in the forwards you have to go with some of the younger guys, and Jack McBain took a huge step for me last year. And in the middle of the ice, Jack McBain is going to be a part of what this team does through the rebuild. I think he's going to slot in at a three or a four. And then lastly, up the middle, you talk about Barrett Hayton, and Barrett Hayton's another guy that the second half of last season has started to raise the bar on what he can provide offensively. So I think when you look at the building blocks up front, I think those are the guys that you're going to have to talk about going forward. And add Lawson Krause. I'm sorry, I forgot about yes. Lawson Krause. He's a, the other building that up front that's the core and you could talk about the guys that are going to sprinkle in there Christian Fisher I hope they resign they haven't yeah. resigned yet as an RFA I think that he needs to be part of that Matthias Michelli we saw that he is a guy that gosh he can add to the offense too so I think there are some young players that played on this team last year that are going to still be there
0: and that's when this comes before even looking at the pipeline
1: yeah that's not the pipeline. That's, that's, that's
0: current. Now. Which. That already is promising because then you turn to the pipeline. Logan Cooley, obviously, I think would be considered the Coyotes' top prospect. But is right
1: he, now. we talked about is he going to be a centerman?
0: I think I guess, he is. I guess we'll see.
1: I think he is going to slot in as the number one center.
0: Yeah. And it's interesting because I was going through all of our draft expert conversations. And I, sorry that I can't remember the player that was being talked about but Corey Bromman was comparing Logan Cooley last year to one of the NTD players this year I can't remember which one I apologize but he said you know Logan Cooley and this guy like they're both centers but I think Logan Cooley is more of sure, a for sure NHL center whereas this guy might be more of a wing so yes I would con- I'd probably lean on him being a center which is great because center depth is extremely important and it's something the Coyotes have lacked historically. You also have Connor Geeky in that center depth category right now. He's a little bit, I guess, I don't, more raw i can't really think of the best way to describe him he might take some more time bill armstrong said his potential ceiling could be someone like tage thompson if we can get a tage thompson out of connor geeky wow sign us up yep. um you got dylan gunther obviously we've seen him up here with the coyotes and then you know moving down the list don't discount Michael Carcone, who yep. is an AHL, you know, all star this year. Nathan Smith, he could be, you know, on the rise. There's those guys that there's going to be guys that surprise us this next season. Um, and I think as far as the forward depth, and and let's not forget, in two weeks they're going to come away with more forwards, and probably most likely in that number six spot, they're going to walk away with a really, really. Yeah. talented forward and prospect
1: that forward is going to push some of these other guys like Josh Doan, Milos Kellerman yeah. guys that you expect to be in Tucson again this year that are trying to make that leap to the national hockey league, whoever they draft at six. And we're, we're guessing, I guess that it's going to be a forward. Where does that affect these guys that are already in the pipeline that yeah. like we talk about, you know, you, you, you Nathan Smith's a good one. Carconi, did they get him signed? I, I, there are so many things up front that look like they're positive things moving forward. We talked about a goal scorer like Dylan Gunther, and we saw him at, at be an effective guy on the power play while he was here and then go on to do great things in Seattle. Well, yeah, he's going to be here. And you've got – you're starting to see the beginnings of the future and the talent that's going to be available to these guys up front. And it's, it's exciting.
0: I'm excited about – the forwards I'm i I'm not as concerned about I think that the pieces are starting to come together for the forward
1: So in the forward and we'll look, I just want to finish this up at forwards, what their needs are at the forward yes. position. I think you always are looking for centermen. Yes. I think always. If if there's a great centerman there, this team needs a big, strong center, physical, like a Logan Cooley could be a number one center. They need that guy that can get up and down the ice, and maybe that's Jack McBain, but I don't think you can have too many center icemen. So I think up front it's a center. But at six, it's the best forward available in the draft. The best player available take at six.
0: And it's we say forward because there's not a Kale McCarr in this draft. There's not a Drew Doughty. So that's right. that's why we are presuming
1: forward. And we we've talked about um Leonard at Ryan Leonard at six um there's some drafts that have will smith available at six yeah. now for ryan leonard or will smith are available at six and the coyotes can get a top 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 end player that played on the top line of the best um the ndp line that they've ever had and you could add that piece wow that 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 really is exciting for what you have up front for the future so i think that first pick the sixth pick overall most likely will be a forward and will be a game-changing forward a guy that's going to fit in your top six
0: yep so forwards they're i think is probably their most set position um like you mentioned center and also i saw a comment about need for speed just the way the the league is is moving speed is so important if you look slow out there you're not Yep, going to have success. So speed and that's the way
1: the, way the coach, coach coaches too. Like they play fast in all yeah. three zones. They want to attack the puck and sometimes it's caused them problems in the defensive zone because I don't know if they're built for speed necessarily right now in, in the defensive zone. And I think that as this team progresses under Andre Turnier, you need to have quick players because he wants to attack the puck everywhere.
0: Yep. So let's move on from forwards to I think when you, the Coyotes fans, think of the biggest need and I've seen, comments already um d- defensive depth that might be what's a little bit lacking um and you look at the current defensive core i mean if you give the list of coyotes defensemen to a random hockey fan let's just say a national predators fan on the street and they read the list like how many names are they actually going to recognize
1: yeah this was a was, there was an area of concern coming into last season and w- they were names that they've added during the season you had jj Mosher and valamaki that you didn't know are going to contribute the way they did last year. I think those two pieces going forward, Valimaki and Mosier, I think that's part of this youth movement. Shoulderstrom comes up at the end of there. He's interesting because when he was drafted in the first round, you thought, okay, well, they're set on the right side. They got a puck moving guy that can be offensive, and he just never quite clicked. He did get his games in last year, so he started to get that experience, and I have to say that last couple of weeks of the season, Victor Soderstrom started to try – try to rush the puck more he tried to be that offensive defenseman that I think they were looking for when he was drafted so high I'm still not convinced that he can be that yeah I'm not convinced and then you look at the rest of their defensemen that are returning and they're still under contract Nemeth Patrick Nemeth Josh Brown and are, are still under contract for next season so that's five guys under contract and Connor Mackey is a UFA I I don't know if there's room for Connor Mackey because I think you're going to go down and start looking. At, this team needs defensemen. They're, they've they got young ones coming.
0: Yeah. But we always talk about how defensemen tend to take a little bit longer to develop than a forward, for example. Um, so you look at the pipeline, what's coming. Michael Kesselring, he was part of... The, the Nick Bukestad.
1: And they race. really liked Kesselring. Yeah. And he got to a play a lot of minutes. And he's a guy that actually went after a lot of the times when Bill has made trades. He's... Had to take what he could get, you know. When you, you, yeah. here's we're giving you yeah. this piece. Spring's the guy they pursued, yeah. A- and I think that he is going to be the first guy you look at, and he may be the guy that is in that top six um when this season gets started. And and he's a name to keep your eye on for what's in the pipeline as a guy that could be the next up. But there's a lot of young ones that they've drafted yeah, the, recently. There's
0: actually some exciting ones. Obviously, Maverick Lamaru is. The, the big one he's the their first round defensive pick from 2022 but we've talked a ton I feel like just in the last week or two about Maximilian Zuber and Craig Button came on and said he sees him being you know pretty close to being ready in the NHL and another guy I want to mention is Vladislav Koliachonik. they're really high on him in Tucson yeah. and if there is maybe that next guy up from Tucson even maybe the chance to make the roster out of training camp um you know he's he's Done his time in Tucson. He's t- only 22 years old. This could be the time that we see him rise, just like we saw J.J. Mosier and Yusuf Alamaki kind of find their, their way this year. Yeah,
1: yeah and, but the one thing, I agree completely, but with Kolia Chonak, you kind of know what you're getting. It's a more physical guy. It's not the, this team really needs that Offensive puck moving defensemen. Yeah. Because we talked about Mosier and Valamaki, and they've been playing on the top of the power play. And they, let's be honest, like they're, they're really good defensemen. Yeah. They ate a lot of minutes last year, but they're not that. They're not Adam Fox. They're not Kale McCarr. They're not those guys that are that are gonna drive the offense from the back end. I think they're good pieces to what this team is trying to do. And that's when we talk about defensive depth. We talk about Jeremy Langois. He he's He's clearly not going to be part of the Coyotes roster next year, but he's a guy that you can add to that Mm -hmm. depth. Zuber, surprisingly, from what Craig Button said, is probably the guy closest. Mm -hmm. You know, Maverick Lamoureux, not only is he young, but Maverick Lamoureux is big.
0: He's huge, and he was injured a lot of last year, and he didn't get to play as much as maybe, you know, he would have without.
1: Yeah, so it's time. It's time for him, and I'm not sure even if – when he, if and when Maverick Lamoureux is ready, he's still not that high-end, elite offensive talent. Yeah,
0: he's not Kale McCarr. Right,
1: yeah. he's not the puck rushing defenseman. I think he could be a, an intimidating factor back there. He's got good reach. He can help defend, but I'm not sure he's that Artem Duda that is currently over in. in yeah, we in just Moscow. talked about him Yeah, so today. you know maybe getting him to North America makes him a, a a guy that can adjust to the game quicker now that he's in in in. North America and maybe he's the guy that moves up the pipeline quicker. I'm still looking down their list of depth and I don't see the wow guy. And I think Victor Soderstrom being drafted so high so recently was a guy that you would hope by now is your top pair defenseman that's really driving the offense. And maybe, maybe it clicks. I you never count a guy out because he started to get those games. But we haven't seen what was expected of him when he was drafted that high we haven't seen the defenseman and even like rasmus Dahl in 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 um buffalo that when he got drafted it took him some time to go to get to be where he is now that he, wow like he wows you right mm-hmm. now when he gets on the ice the coyotes need that at the yeah. back end so that's when we talk about what are their needs on the back end i think there's two things i think what what they most they need a high offensive guy they need a guy that can move the puck up quickly the guy that can be at the top of the power play the guy that can get the puck from 200 feet up the ice distribute the puck with speed and be that top end premier offensive defenseman i think that's it's missing right now they need it, that guy it
0: might have been jacob chikrin if that relationship had absolutely worked out that's state. that's it they had him, but
1: you yeah, know, obviously,
0: it. a number of circumstances led to what happened, and it's through it is injuries what it is. and wants and is. needs. Yeah, it is yeah. what it is. But, but that's,
1: that's it. They need to replace that. They need to replace his speed, his ability to get the puck up the ice, his shot, his ability to put points on the board and numbers up. And they don't have that. And also. I mean, we're talking about a wish list. Maybe some of the names you talked about, Chonuk. Maybe you talked about um, Artem Duda. Maybe somebody can be more of that defensive defenseman. Um, But they need to have somebody that can be intimidating back there that also can skate. And we talk about Nemeth and Brown. And I I said Brown was my sleeper defenseman last year. I really like Josh Brown. Mm -hmm. I think they need somebody... That's ready to push him and be that physical defenseman so that when we get through the rebuild you've got a guy that's back there yeah. like, Oh my. So we've how gotta get through him.
0: So is this something then you think is gonna be a focus for them
1: I in do, the draft? I or? think I think the, the first part of it I think that offensive defenseman is going to be there at 12. I, I think that's, they're going to have to look long and hard at number 12. And we talked to, you know, I'm um, and We talked, um, Reinbacher. I don't think Reinbacher is going to be there at 12. No. Unfortunately, Lander might be there at 12. They're going to need a player like that at 12. I think they look at defense when they get to the 12th pick. I think it's important to do that. Now, when we talk about the bigger defenseman and a more physical defenseman and a depth defenseman that can play in the second pair, even at the bottom pair, that's effective key. Piece to winning, I think that's a third round pick, and you've got four picks right now in the third round. And I think you can Crazy. find that guy in that spot. So I would look for them to draft another defenseman. I look for a defenseman at twelve, and I look for another defenseman in that third round that can be more of a physical presence. Fucking skate or
0: the second round? They have a second. Yep, they round have a second so. round pick too. And so maybe that's where i would they see, use it. Yeah.
1: Yep, I would see a second or third pick to get that depth in defenseman They're going to need defense. They have twelve picks. I would expect them to pick defensemen in this draft, and I would expect them to pick one in, uh, in their first round. I still think they'll pick a defenseman at 12.
0: Hmm. Very interesting. Um, last position that we'll talk about is the goaltending position, and this one is interesting. Um, obviously, you got Veggie, you got Ingram, and you got Prozvatov. Um, we've already touched on it it's very 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 doubtful they're going to go forward with all three and the reason is if they sign all three one has to clear wai- waivers to go back to tucson is one even going to make it through waivers that's the risk they would have to weigh in making that decision um so that's what they currently have but in the pipeline there's anson thornton obviously pros and then david tendix so not a ton going on in the goaltending position we talked about this yesterday when we talked about aiden hill you know, the Coyotes historically have done better signing goalies than drafting goalies. Um, so what are your thoughts on this
1: one? Well, it, th- for now, Vimelka is still number one. I, I don't see him being the guy that gets traded over the summer. I think he's back. I think he's the number one goalie coming into the season. Now, if he brings some trade value, can you sign Ingram and Prozvatov and that's your one-two going in? I mean, you could, but it's very unlikely. Um I think they'll have to move one they'll try to move one of those guys before um the draft if they can. Mm. I, I don't see them signing Ingram and Prasbotov for the reason you said they're they're not willing to, to sign somebody and, and lose, lose them, them for, for free. Yeah. Um, David Tendick was a player that they drafted in the later round a few years ago, played a lot in the East Coast League. I I I don't he he played well when he had his opportunities in the American League, but right now I don't think they see him as the goalie of the future. Now, a player like that, they could sign for depth and put him down in the East Coast League, but the reality is they're probably going to move past David Tendick in, in this year's um, signing. So you look at the pipeline, and Thornton's a guy that they literally found out of nowhere last year that they just gave an invite to camp because of his size. He is a massive goalie. He is huge, and they, they feel that his upside is there. And so they might be able to get Thornton and propel him along, but he was in juniors last year. And I, I think he's another guy that's maybe not quite ready. And they're not quite sure where he is going to fit in. And he's not, I don't know if you can pencil him in as the one a right now. And the other guy they drafted a few years ago in um, 2021 in the fourth round was Rasmith Corjone. And he's a finished goalie. And, and again, not, not anointing him a number one by any means. I'm not sure what their plans are for Korhonen. He, he, he had an okay year last year. His numbers weren't great in Finland. Um, they were under 900. Um, I'm not sure about Korhonen. So when we talk about another position that I think they need to draft for, I think they need to draft a goalie
0: that could be one of the four third round picks
1: yeah and I, I don't we've gone over this with scouts and I've I've debated this with scouts for a long time on drafting goalies early this organization has had a very poor record of drafting goalies in the first round they have two first round goalies recently Mark Vizantine and Patrick D. Rocher, neither of which played for this team and if you're going to spend a first round pick on a goalie they better play it better be Kerry Price it better be Mark andre Fleury you better get it right yeah. Don't miss on a goalie in the first round because you only need one of them, and you can get one in other ways. We've seen it over and over and over again here. <laughs> it's like
0: the one thing this team has going.
1: But for it. <laughs> look at you. Look at Hellebuck gets drafted by Winnipeg. Ottinger gets drafted by Dallas. Um, you Vasilevsky in Tampa Bay. It is even nice. Carey
0: Price in Montreal. for, it's great. The, for his prime. When
1: you yeah. draft them, it is great when they become the stalwart cornerstone of your franchise and you drafted him, that's fantastic. But if you don't, you can find him Like uh, Kemper wins the cup with Colorado, but he wasn't drafted there. Aiden uh, Hill wins the cup this year. He wasn't drafted there. Like you don't have yeah. to draft the goalie to win, but it's nice if you have that guy to be the cornerstone of your franchise one it ends up being cheaper for you in the long run because you have to pay somebody a heck of a lot of money to, to fill those those mm-hmm. shoes so i do look for the coyotes to pick a goalie in that third round i look so i think they'll get a defenseman in that third round. i also think they're gonna have to draft a goalie um because the, the life cycle of these goalies even when you do draft them that's it's quick like if they don't propel and, and that's like we talk about david tendick you need to show progression and you have the ability to move up because there are so few positions available. You have a couple in the East Coast League, a couple in the American League, a couple in the National League. You don't have a lot of space for them to play. So if you're not moving forward, you're moving out.
0: Yep, very true. Dum Dum said, Coyotes got goalies and jerseys down, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Signing goalies, not drafting them. But yeah. yes, you are absolutely correct. So of everything we just talked about, what do you think of... Forward defenseman goalies, what is the most pressing need and what do you think can be addressed the quickest?
1: Well, I think the most pressing need is defense. Yeah. And I think their ability to find an offensive defenseman and adding a second pair guy that can help defend, I think they need to fill the cupboards with defensemen. I think that's the overall arching theme of this organization that they need defensemen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Bill started that last year when you talked about adding Kessel, Ring, yeah. um, and you look at what's done with Moser and valamaki I think they're starting to address it, but I think for long term success and a team that you want to win. You need to have depth because guys get hurt. You need to be eight, 10 deep um, in the defense position and they're not there right now. And we've we've said it over and over and over again for years. They need that star number one center and I'm not sure they're going to get it at six and maybe it's Cooley. And and Craig says that over and over that maybe it's Cooley and and it might be. So I I think the pressing need for the organization is to find um, and stock the shelves with defensemen.
0: Yep. And we will see if they do it in the draft. Um, we'll see how Bill Armstrong goes about this. And, you know, hopefully we'll have the chance to, to speak with him a lot over this next month or so um, so we can really – Get to the bottom. I mean, he's not going to give sh- give away he his, might. his plan, I but ask. but it would be him. interesting to know what their approach is. So, um, very interesting. So we can get him out on the golf course and we can ask him. Yeah, one thing about hockey players is they love to golf. They do. They really do. Clayton Keller. I mean, he's Oof. a scratch golfer. When we had yep. his agents on the show, they were talking about his little chipping area in his backyard. I wonder if Clayton Keller shops for pins and aces.
1: He, if he doesn't have that shirt that he had in the golf tournament. The oh, the, the Phoenix one? Yeah. Unreal. Ridiculous. Unreal.
0: Um, if you missed out on it, when we had our Keep It 100 golf tournament a few weeks ago, everyone who signed up got a custom Pins and Aces PHNX collab shirt. Sure amazing um hopefully we'll do that again but if you haven't checked out pins and aces go to pins and aces.com you can use code phnx to receive 15 percent off your first order and get free shipping that's pins and aces.com amazing golf apparel amazing golf accessories they have a beer sleeves so you can keep your beer cool in your that? golf bag which in arizona when like you take one sip and it's already hot because yep. it's freaking 100 out um just a ton of great stuff so check them out pins and com. and after you hit the links you'll have to do an early tea time because it's getting warm um head on down to tempe go to Mill Ave, and enjoy some margaritas at illegal Pete's.
1: little icy um, cold
0: delight oh, nothing a crisp margarita after yes. like being outside or even a beer to be honest mm-hmm. um illegal Pete's, we love them i love them i'm telling
1: you right now you just we talked about uh, and it's just like a little light went on. We talked about me going to the concert last night. Mm-hmm. I need illegal pizza after this because you know how sometimes you get that morning after feeling a little mm-hmm. bit, and you go, "Gosh, I could really use like." There's a, f- I've been trying to decide what I'm hungry for and what food would satisfy me right now. It's a, a legal pizza, like
0: their salty chips with the queso. Uh,
1: I'm, that I is, swear that is
0: a hangover cure.
1: It is, and not yeah. Don't tell my son that I might be hungover. So, <laughs> but yeah, I, th- I, uh, that's it. I'm going right from here to illegal pizza. I love it.
0: I love it. Love I it. do. Okay. I love it. it. Sorry. Um, kick off your week with Margarita Monday at Illegal Pete's exclusive to Arizona locations. $3 marks all day, every Monday. And I nothing brightens up that Monday mood oh. more than soaking up the sun with a few margaritas. And don't forget about taco Tuesdays, $2 tacos all day, every Tuesday. Enjoy your favorite chicken, pork and veggie tacos for just two bucks. So swing by and start your week off the right way at Illegal Pete's.
1: Can I say something about a couple of the comments that Michael made? He had yes. two really good comments. One, he said the great news GMBA knows exactly who he wants by now. Mm-hmm. I encourage everybody to tune in to the show tomorrow because yes. Tim Bernhardt, former Am- amateur scouting director of the Coyotes, will be here tomorrow, and we're going to ask him exactly that. Do they have their minds made up by now? He doesn't know but he uh, who it is, but he's, but
0: he's... He's been in the position... Yeah,
1: behind the curtain yeah. with Tim Bernhardt tomorrow to give us a mindset of what a scout is right now at this time of the draft. And go up a little bit. He talked about, Michael said something about up, um, sanding Pelica and saying that that he's got a high ceiling. I think when we talk about defensemen depth, I think there's three defensemen in this draft that you're going to see uh, early in the first round in the top 15 picks. Um, Axel, which I like the first name, Sending Pelica, I think he is one. Tom Melander is two. And, and Reinbacher is yeah. probably the most um, sought after of those three. There is a very good chance one of those three is available at 12.
0: yep and we will talk about tom wielander tomorrow Tomorrow. in our prospect spotlight um but in today's prospect spotlight we're gonna stick with the forward group um look at some guys who could be there from 6 to 12 for the coyotes um and today's prospect spotlight is nate danielson i've seen him a ton on mock drafts um in that 6 or 12 spot he's a 6-1 center For the Brandon Wheat Kings of the WHL, 185, that big kind of player that we know Bill Armstrong likes. What are your thoughts? He's another
1: guy that you you don't know, and you hear this a lot at this time of year, when a guy's listed as a center, is he going to play center in the NHL? And uh, first of all, I don't know how they project that out. Like we said, Clayton Keller was drafted as a centerman, and he became a wing real quick. And Nate Danielson might be a guy, even though he's a bigger guy, you might see Nate Danielson – also moving to the wing in the NHL. One of the things about Nate Danielson, he's another guy that can skate. He's a guy that's got some, he can he can transport the puck up the ice. One of the things he does in Brandon is he gets the puck up the ice on the power play. Um, with his size and his skill, yeah, I think you're going to see, I don't think Nate Danielson will be there at 12. Hmm. He might, but... On the prospect list of, we talked about their needs, Nate Danielson for Brandon at his size and his ability, and he can do a little bit of everything. I'm not sure that's what the Cavs is looking for at 12. Interesting. And I don't think he'll be there after that.
0: Okay. Well, um, obviously, we're not the draft experts. We turned to the draft experts for their analysis, and Chris Peters said... Um, he's good at the face-off dot. Um He His sky, size and skating ability is good enough for him to remain a good option down the middle long-term. There you go. Um, and he projects him as a middle six center for a team going forward.
1: Yeah, that's what I've heard when I talk to people to do that middle six. But we, one thing, Leah, we talk about, when you need to win, you need somebody to fill those middle six roles. Like, you have to have guys that can play second and third line. Yeah. And we've talked about McBain might be a f- – the prototypical fourth line center maybe nate danielson's a third line center yeah and that's okay yeah
0: um i like this comment from roaring fork chl prospects are the most frustrating simply because they play in the chl it is interesting to look at how the landscape of like it used to be you look at the first round it's like everybody plays in the chl and now you're looking at all these ntdp guys all these college players um the europeans are really making a name for themselves um it's it's just really interesting to see the evolution of where the draft pools are coming from and it used to be like when i grew up in canada it was like wow like you go to the chl but now we're seeing canadians go to college and choosing that route so it's just the the landscape of the the route for players has been really fascinating um to follow but um and also the there's the issue of the chl nhl agreement that prevents players from being able to go to the ahl Um, that's something that the college players have that the CHL players don't... Um, I don't know how much that factors into any decision, but it, it is just a
1: note. But I think there's a couple of things. And, and, you know, Nate Danielson plays in the Western League. And I, I think that even across Canada, the leagues are different. You always think of the Quebec League as that's the skill league and the high point league. And the Western League's a little more gritter, grinding, yeah. grinding hockey. So you think of it that way. But I think what's changed the chl players are still premier players yeah. they, they they are but i think what's happened is the ndp and the american player that program has really accelerated the development of american-born players and the ndp program is why you're seeing these guys get drafted so high and that and you know includes like austin matthews you see the and clayton keller you see the development of the american kids but they throw them all in the same basket and they help that group of 20 with the chl it's a massive league without yeah there's so many kids playing in can you imagine if you mad like the ndp if you do that in canada i i can't even imagine what kind of a play team yeah. you'd produce doing that consistently so i think that th- these other countries have you know you're developing the players differently than maybe you did in the past and i think the americans are just catching up yeah. with with that part of it but anyway I, I think nate danielson's a guy to be aware of i don't see him being a coyote.
0: I just want everyone to write down every time code anytime Petey makes a claim so that we can Yeah, because watch tape. him
1: pick, with the six pick overall, yeah, they Yeah, like take. when
0: they run the tape when, like, yeah. the coyotes might even clip this to use as like a
1: Yeah, like Petey, you're an idiot. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But it's Wouldn't hard. be the first time we said that. Petey, you're an idiot. like <laughs> Stop I, 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 it. I, I I don't know. Like, I'm going to keep saying that they're going forward at six, defenseman at 12, goalie and defenseman in the third round. I have no idea. <laughs> but, but here's the other thing I'll say. I they they have a list, but they don't know.
0: Yeah, they don't know either. But they just don't as know. As we, just, we
1: don't. Like we're sitting here saying
0: they do know the pl- they know the players extremely well, but they don't know who's right. going to be available. Like,
1: they didn't yet. know Shane Wright was going. Well, maybe they did know Shane Wright was going to drop to four. But you don't know if somebody's going to. They want somebody else, and somebody you didn't think would be there might be there at six, and now That's you've got to decide. And that you one of the names we keep saying at at six, we talk about Will Smith. And we keep saying, well, there's no way. There's no way Smith will be there. We didn't
0: it. think Shane Wright was going to be there right. last year. Yeah. So if
1: Will Smith's available at 6, the, I don't know how they pass on Will yeah. Smith. And it's, it's funny, we joked about Will Smith back in December. Yep. And it would be just ironic and funny if it ends up being Will, will Smith. And Ryan Leonard's another one if I think... And again, maybe I'm biased to the draft American kids. PD. If those two guys are available, if it's Will Smith or Ryan Leonard, if either one is available at six, I can see the Coyotes going that direction at the sixth pick. I may be completely wrong, and they may have Ryan Backer's jersey printed up, <laughs> all ready to go for the draft. Yeah,
0: I don't know. Well, on a show that we're talking about needs, I think it's fair that we're trying that we're speculating yes. what they could use their picks on. So, Absolutely. There it is. Um, doesn't matter if you're in the CHL or the NTDP because. There is Circle K near you. There um, is. When I was in Canada in April, like I noticed how many Circle Ks there were in, just in Ontario. Um, I noticed how many Circle Ks there are here because I always get my gas at Circle K, and the reason for that is because there's always one when I need gas. Like The worst is when you look down, and you're like, I gotta find yep. a gas station. Like Circle K's there, they're there for you, and while you're there pumping your gas, make sure you go inside, grab yourself a snack, Unbelievable. The Circle Heat branded snacks are phenomenal. I feel like we haven't talked about them in a while. They're chips money you love the orange, I, slices. orange slices yeah
1: I, again yeah
0: and of course I, i'm gonna
1: stop on the way home. and of course slices. polar
0: pops it's 100 degrees outside go inside grab a polar pop and make sure you're not missing out on all this great stuff right now you can text phnx to 31310 to join circle k's sms subscriber club and get a buy one get one free offer on 32 ounce polar pops head to circlekcom slash store dash locator to find a circle k near you the only thing that could possibly be more delicious than a yeah. Polar Pop right now, um, an OG's gummy.
1: The weekend's coming up, too.
0: The weekend is coming up. Um, kick back and relax. Take an OG's, whatever it is you're into. Indica, Sativa, Happy Balance, CBD, THC, one-to-one ratio. They have mixed bags now of the fruits and the creams. Watermelon, red apple, peach, blackberries and cream, orange creams, cold peaches and cream. We got pink lemonade dropping on June 21st. That's next week can't wait to try um the sleep edition gummy i could have used that last night i had a really hard time falling asleep i wish i had my sleep edition gummies on hand Um, but whatever you need ogs has you covered and if you know for a father's day gift if your dad is into that sort of thing uh, it's never been easier to cross father's day shopping off your list so you can check out ogs online at ogsbrands.com and on instagram at ogsbrands you can also find their products at your local dispensary you must be 21 or older to Purchase all right, PD. I think it's time to put on our tinfoil hats. Okay, let's do it. Um, tinfoil hats, but make it fashion. Tinfoil it's, hats, it's their, make it fashion. It's their, their second appearance. Yeah, I, mine's a little pointer
1: today. I gotta, I don't know. Yeah, you need,
0: you need to just wear it so it yeah, like molds to your head a little. Okay. Um, Espo, Amen. by the way, claims that he has the more fashionable tinfoil, tinfoil hat. Yeah, tune into
1: their show, but see. guess
0: who ordered ours first
1: yeah for sure this guy yep
0: uh so a couple things where we have our tinfoil hat-ons about so yes. everybody just know that the zone we are in is wild speculation with little evidence to back it up
1: that's what tinfoil hat clubs do. Exactly. about
0: exactly let's start with the little rebrand
1: the rebrand the Coyotes out of do. nowhere
0: so out of nowhere and thank god for our discord because they find things right that away. i don't see boom um right in the discord yesterday Someone pointed out the Arizona Coyotes changed their profile picture and cover photo on Twitter and on Facebook. Um, a little monochrome action, kind of a black the and sand, white outline. Like yeah, a little bit sand. Yep. Um, really like it. I actually really like the vibe. I love the monochrome
1: Kachina. The so love
0: it. what is going on here?
1: I, I, I don't know. <laughs> so is is this? You can
0: say whatever you want. Is, is, is
1: this the start of the rebrand? Either A, is it a new sweater? Ooh. Because we talk about the, how fashion forward this organization is with Ruigi and the Desert Night jerseys. Are we going to a new theme, the monochromatic sandstorm? Ruigi edition? Could be fire. Or is it a rebrand and new colors because we're moving to a new location?
0: Hmm. Before we speculate on that, I do want to ask Sean because someone in the Discord did want Sean's take. And we're going to Sean because he is the graphics lead at PHNX. He has a good eye for design. Sean, what would you think of a monochrome jersey?
1: Ooh, uh... I mean, I think it could, in theory, go crazy. Like, I, I like the colors. I also, fun little detail that I just noticed about this is the, the Yotes Forever, which yeah. I really like. And they still have, like, the red in here. So, I don't know. Maybe they're they're relying on the black a little more, which I don't think is necessarily a, a bad thing. Are it's, they copying the D-backs? I don't know.
0: Ooh, like the Serpientes look? Yes.
1: Ooh, that could go crazy. Um,
0: also, and this is actually a very good and not... It's more of a logical point. Um, Brady said, "Is there a rebranded tune with the league-wide switch to fanatics? Mm. Potentially, the the new arena era could be one. It also just could be like right before the draft, kind of new era for that. I wonder if there's a hint here of the color of the draft suits, like sand suits.
1: Ooh, sandstorm. I just thought of
0: that. Sandstorm the as they time. roll in. Interesting, but." On the subject of arena, the Coyotes also announced the location of their draft party. Where? And something that we saw a ton when they were pushing the Tempe and they were, you know, um, campaigning yes. for Tempe wins. Yes. Every event the Coyotes held was in Tempe because they are building the relationship, of Always. course. So they announced their draft party. Um, they did? Yesterday. And hmm. guess where it is? I
1: don't know. Where is it?
0: It's in Scottsdale. Where? It's in Scottsdale. Hmm. hmm.
1: Time for the tinfoil hats.
0: What does that mean?
1: Is is this mean anything that they're trying to build a relationship with the businesses and people of the city of Scottsdale for any particular reason? Hmm. Hmm. Think about that.
0: To me, just the fact, just how much of an emphasis they made on building that with Tempe, the fact that they chose Scottsdale, I don't know. Is a
1: sandstorm brewing in the East Valley of Scottsdale?
0: And. They're going to wasted grain. And I think grain is the same color as sand. sand. I'm really getting in the weeds. But that I like,
1: I'm, 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 I like it. And I, it's funny because we talk about Scottsdale as the location where they could have been all of those years ago. If not for Steve Elman putting the team in the West Valley, this team could have been the Scottsdale Sandstorm Coyotes a long, 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 long time ago. And unfortunately they're not. The Los Arcos site has come and gone, but stay tuned over the next week for Craig Morgan that's all I'll say <laughs> thank God he'll be back and we can start talking about shit again thank God
0: oh man um so that's
1: it we, we we just think that the sandstorm is interesting when every time you rebrand something and come up with a different color people are going to talk I would love to see sand and I love the Serpienta's idea with the I Coyote love jersey give it the blood the black pants and the sand I, I love it black I lo- helmets black gloves love, love,
0: love this it. love this um hat one from Nicholas it's very sandy where that boardwalk area is by the aquarium
1: the desert theme fits. I like it.
0: But like Cole said, it does come full circle. And wouldn't it be something if yeah. the coyotes ended up in Scottsdale where they always should have been from the start?
1: Yeah. Where they were going to be in the start. Like where the shovels went literally. And where the they
0: drug. should have been.
1: Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Hmm. Is that it for tinfoil hats? I think that's it. Okay. That was fun. That was fun.
0: All right. That's tinfoil hats. Let us know your theories um, on the little rebrand, on the draft location, or... It could just mean absolutely nothing, but we yeah. wanted to have fun with it. Sure. Um, and that's maybe what the we Twitter until... guy was just bored. <laughs> well, we we've seen some yeah. of tweets, so
1: <laughs> that could who be. Knows. Who knows? Who knows?
0: Um, <laughs> man. Well, the twenty twenty two twenty three season is officially over. Um, and there's already lines on the Bet MGM Sportsbook oh, for next season. For real? Yep. Yeah, for Stanley Cup winner. Um,
1: is the Coyotes in there?
0: yeah every team has oh. odds but first of all there's so much stuff because you can bet on the specific team you can do the nation of the winning team wow. will an original six team win yes or no the state or province you can bet on that of the winning team the winning division um can will, bet on that. will there be a new champion yes or no wow. um there's just like i'm literally like look at me scrolling down this list. there's so much stuff
1: and that's right now
0: that's right now I on bet bet GM. okay
1: i'm gonna go no on canada yeah what, Maybe what
0: do you think? Not what their odds are, but where of, from 1 to 32. 1 to 32, where are the Coyotes? Where are the Coyotes to win the Stanley Cup? And I know it's like obviously not going to be good odds, but where do you think they fall? 30. Uh, they are in a four-way tie for 32. Yeah. Plus 25,000 right now with the Anaheim Ducks, the Montreal Canadiens, and the San Jose Sharks. There you go. On so Bet probably
1: put in your your props right now. I would. We could put some money in and call GMBA and say, hey, I got this big bet riding. Let's
0: <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's
1: speed up the rebuild. S-
0: it sounds oh. illegal. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Don't, no. do no. Don't do that. Um, but right now, if you scroll up to the top, Avalanche actually have the best odds wow. to win the Stanley Cup at plus 800, followed by the Oilers and Maple Leafs plus 950, Bruins plus 1,000, Golden Knights plus 1200. Wow. So very interesting Repeat stuff. 1200 great value now in june um and imagine just placing your, your bet forgetting about it and then next june you're winning money um and the best part of the these sorts of crazy ones this is what i love to use a free bet on because it's yeah. really no like sweat and if you just log into the bet mgm app on wednesdays or saturdays you get one so Do it. Um, I used my free bet yesterday. I didn't win. Um, And make sure you're playing the swing for the fences game because you have a one in four shot of, or it might be more than one in four, but you win a prize. And it's actually really fun just to watch the little thing swing and it's say you win or you're out but it's really fun so just there's always great stuff going on on bet mgm and if you haven't signed up yet use the bonus code phnx there's a few different offers depending on where you live but for arizona audience you'll get up to 100 dollars in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. again make sure you use the bonus code phnx you can check out the show notes for full details and now you can listen to shane talk about the disclaimer We talked about your night last night um, at the concert, and you actually sent me a photo last night. Yes,
1: always thinking about (laughs) marketing, Yep, even during the show.
0: But not just for the sake of marketing. This is literally your drink of choice. So this is Petey last night at the...
1: That's Footprint Center live.
0: At the Blink-182...
1: Yep, concept. Blink-182. I had my, I didn't know what to expect. I hadn't been in Footprint Center in a long, long time, and they had, not only if you went to the right outlet, they had Draft Kilt Lifter, too. They had WoW, I, and WoW was my backup option. Yeah. But when I saw the Kilt Lifter in, on Draft and in and the hands. And it's cans, the tall boy version? It is the tall boy, and what, you don't, yeah.
0: Over, under, how many Kilt Lifters? Two and a half, over or under? The silence tells me everything over. I need to know. <laughs> isn't over oh man well the good thing about kit, kit lifter is it literally is on top ta- tap like everywhere it was you unreal. go in arizona loved it um that's what i love about four peaks it's everywhere but that's just it's
1: not just they're not just our sponsors like we use this we, stuff. like i, I we, love it we love it for sure
0: anywhere you buy your beer pretty much any restaurant you go to in arizona and of course you can always check out the four peaks a street pub because they have great food and they have their whole selection of drinks as well so you can check out at four peaks brew or at four peaks pub to keep up with the latest at arizona's hometown brewery you must be 21 or older to drink four peaks and please drink responsibly all right we got to round it out 10 days of Tootsies. We're counting yep. down the days until day we're in Nashville. It's day four. PD, what do you got
1: for well, us? Well, so I'm, we went through this setting the scene of what Tootsies is like. Now I'm going to start doing some of the people that I've been in Tootsies with. And I thought it was appropriate, based on our conversation yesterday, to go back to Vegas. And so if we bring up... Th- the newest picture this is myself with former travel guy of the arizona coyotes rick bronstein otherwise known as bronco and we're at the booth and you can see in the background he just won a stanley cup by the way and he held the cup over his head on tnt so congratulations bronco again for the cup win we've enjoyed many a beer at tootsie's but i want you to look in the background of this photo right behind bronco's head there's someone playing the fiddle. If you, you can you get you love a fiddle. If you can get to Tootsies <laughs> when somebody is playing a fiddle, buddy. The, the temperature goes up five degrees in the place. It's fire when they have a fiddle player. So this is a two-themed picture. This is a championship Bronco, and it is also fiddle playing Tootsies. Ten days of Tootsies, day four. Almost here.
0: Love it. We're almost there. And I really do love it i love it so much and i am looking forward to hanging out in nashville with a bunch of you i know we're planning stuff in the discord um i know there's some people who might be in nashville as well who want to meet up so just tweet at us yes Um, we want to see you we'll be out and about um really really excited and if you're not able to make it to nashville it's totally fine we're gonna have so much content for you and we hope that you become a diehard before we go to the draft because the discord is going to get exclusive stuff um the discord we're always chatting all day long it's a great community of coyotes fans there you also get 20 percent off on merchandise you get 20 percent off on events as well so a ton of the people coming on this trip they got 20 percent off because they're a diehard um you get a dobson ranch card you get a 50 dollars mountain mikes voucher just a ton of perks to becoming a diehard and when craig finally finally gets home i have to say it one more time finally right, get home one finally for every week he's been gone comes back <sighs> He has diehard only content on the website as well. So, just a ton of perks to becoming a diehard. Um, make sure you join the family today. Go phnx.com slash diehard and check out phnxlocker.com as well.
1: My back is sore from carrying the show for three weeks.
0: Oh my God. I thought that was like an insult to me. It's like, come on. No,
1: my back is a legit sore. Yeah. Sorry. But it wasn't. Craig, get home. <laughs> okay. We
0: need to be back in that studio with the comfy, do, more with furniture the com- chairs. We do. More furniture chairs. Man. Yep. Well, Man. um yes looking forward to tomorrow's show um and in yes. the spirit of full transparency it's a pre-record i'm actually headed to new york tonight i'm getting yes. on a plane um so we're chatting with tim bernhardt he was the former Arizona Coyote's director of amateur scouting. And before that, he was with the Dallas Stars forever. He has like 20 years plus of experience in this space. So we got to ask him kind of all the burning questions. Yeah. Um, You know, what does their draft board look like right now? What's it like when you're trying to move Trading up for a picks, guy? The- yeah so many questions we got combined so
1: asking questions at the combine that was great stuff.
0: yeah because brendan perlini mentioned talking to tim bernhardt so tune in it's going to be a really good
1: helps pull back the curtain and put you in the seat of what the scouts are going through right this minute
0: yep absolutely so that's tomorrow's show live at 11 a.m tim bernhardt we're going to spotlight tom wielander and then we're going to have our normal friday fun day so we hope to see you there um friday at 11 a.m and then next week we'll be back Craig. monday through friday 11 a.m and craig will be back thank goodness um so be sure to subscribe to the PHNX sports youtube channel hit the notification bell so you never miss when we go live and you can follow along with us on twitter at speters hockey at leah merrill at craig s morgan at Sean underscore to pause follow the show on twitter at PHNX underscore coyotes hit the like button on your way out if you're listening on audio leave us a review we appreciate it everybody enjoy the rest of your thursday and we will see you on friday